live from full service radio at the line hotel in dc and if this is your first time here you are now listening to the all the fly kids show where the cool calm and connected talk straight no chaser i am your host geronimo knows urban culture and lifestyle enthusiast also reformed blogger turned full-time interviewer as always i got my co-host super engineer backpack matt with what up me. what up what up how you feeling today man I'm feeling great man how are you i'm i'm good man i uh met with uh my spiritual advisor before I came through, so um, Man, that's a powerful statement. I'm bro. in a very um, enlightened place for right now. Um, got some clarity, so want to be moving forward on some things now that I know some things that. I didn't know before. That's a beautiful place to be, right? Yeah, man. I um, I mean, I'm not declutter all the BS, right? I mean, I'm not gonna tell people what to do with their level of spirituality, um, or religion or anything like that. Um, but you know, if you are at least a spiritual person, um, I I implore you to uh seek out a spiritual advisor if they can truly truly help you uh move ahead in life in ways that you are un- that are unimaginable and speaking mm-hmm. of advice shout out to our brothers uh Kieran and jeremy over at let's talk bro they had a really dope episode on black men and therapy yes yes i haven't listened to that one yet i'm gonna get to it but i've listened to all the ones prior to that yeah. and that's an amazing um uh, that's an amazing podcast i'm Absolutely. really glad that they, they launched that um having much needed conversations about um black male masculinity um but Matt, tell us what, tell people where they can find us. Everywhere. You hear me? Everywhere. <laughs> Wherever there's a podcast platform, you can access all the fly kids. I was gonna say you can find you can we, they can find us on a block too. <laughs> yeah, you can find us anywhere. We there. <laughs> Everywhere, baby. Hey, but just make sure that you not only listen, but you rate, you comment, and you subscribe and you spread the message. Share it to a friend who might really benefit from some of these episodes. Absolutely, and yeah. we're live here every Monday at 1 p.m. on FullServiceRadio.org. So if you want to hear the, the, the live and real-time show, uh, make sure you tune in here again every Monday at 1 p.m. Generally speaking, um, if, we're, if we're not going to be on that schedule, definitely let you know ahead of time. Um, but as always, you can um, catch us everywhere, as Matt just said, um, if you missed the live broadcast. And also feel make sure that you subscribe to um, the Other Fly Kids YouTube page to watch our podcast, recap videos, and our lifestyle travel series, Cool, Calm, Connected. Uh, Going to move through the announcements real quick. They're pretty similar, if you, but if you're just now listening... Um, Next Thursday, July, no, not next Thursday. Yeah, next, next Thursday. Next Thursday. Yeah. Wow. Time is flying by this month. Next Thursday, July 26th at 6.30 p.m., we're back at WeWork with another installment of All the Fly Kids Live, the Power Player Series, which is our monthly discussion series highlighting culture creators, game changers, and your favorite influencers, influencers. So this month's guest is founder and CEO of The Wealth Factory, Inc. Not only is she a businesswoman killing shit in the financial ed tech world, but she's also author of History in the Black Dollar, I mean, history of the black dollar and creative credit stacker, which is an innovative financial play on credit reports. Uh, so I encourage everybody to download the game on your phone instead of just scrolling through social media. Uh, Angel Rich is um, a brilliant woman, and I'm really looking forward to talking to her. Um, I know you're really going to enjoy this conversation. So make sure that y'all RSVP. Y'all go to autoflykids.com forward slash events to get all the details and get on the list for that. Um, lastly. This Tuesday, tomorrow, is the final week of the Can I Kick It film series at Freedom Plaza, which is brought to you by Shaolin Jazz and the Downtown DC Bid. Uh, this is the fourth year they've been doing this, so um, it's actually the makeup date for um, the screening of Eddie Murphy's The Golden Child. Uh, so the show starts at 8.30, but make sure you get there early because, as always, the popcorn and the seats are free, but like I said, you got to get there early. You get more info on this as well um, at alltheflykids.com forward slash events. All right, so boom. So this is episode 80. And I really wanted to call this <laughs> y'all go y'all gonna really go on me for this y'all I really wanted to call this episode the um the Kiki do you love me episode just because that song is in my fucking head right now it's in your feelings it's it's it's, it's in my head man everywhere I turn you know I, I um I posted my people's uh daughter uh she was doing the uh, do the Shiggy challenge um killing it trying to get her on uh Shiggy's page but um yeah but I was like you know what. I'm just leave that be for for another day. So this episode is going to be called New Day, New Age. And today's guest is co-founder and CEO of Neo Elite, which is a production and media company on a mission to empower millennial minds, artists and creatives dedicated to creating high quality art. 
Neo Elite's f- flagship show, DC Soul Stage, in partnership with Chuck Levin's Washington Music Center, is a series highlighting rising DMV artists through live performance videos and interviews. So names such as Risa Renee, Matt McGee, Bo Young Prince, and Boom Scat have all been featured. And he also produces one of the top radio shows in the DC market, which is the Angie Ange Morning Show. Yeah, very yeah. dope. So this brother basically spends his days amplifying some of the best in DMV entertainment. Not a bad way to make a living. That's a legendary platform too, man. Oh yeah. You oh, know? Yeah, I see what you're doing. We, so, we actually just kicked off, uh, today was the first day. Word, the okay. Show, the Angie Ange Can we get a okay. soca horn, man? There Boom. it is. Beautiful. Shout out to Jack Insley. Yes, we haven't recorded with Jack in a while, but glad that he's back it's always love <laughs> even if temporarily it's all good but family so we celebrating today i yeah, like yeah, to yeah. it's always a celebration with you man i gotta get more like you just celebrate yeah, everything man. spiritual advisor man it's getting getting your chi together uh man. we're not that part in the <laughs> spiritual advisement yet okay. but right, yeah, anyway yeah. i gotta do some work before i get to that shit right. but family i like to introduce zeppelin tillman to the all the fly kids show all right, all right. Appreciate you all. Thank you so much for having me, first and foremost. Man. Appreciate you coming through, man. You know, um, like I said, you you spend your time amplifying some of the best in DMV entertainment. And um, I remember when I was first learned of you, um, and I learned about DC Soul Stage. Initially, I thought it was an event, mm. you know, and I was like, oh man, is this like you know R and B live? You know what I mean? Um, and shout out to um. Bimo Brown, who um, does an event that yep. is very similar to the Once Upon a Time R&B Live of mm-hmm. 2008, 2009. Uh, but, um, you know, then I saw like, OK, no, it's really just like on some like um, I think about how BET back in the day used to like mm-hmm. do BET Jazz. Mm-hmm. Um, they used to do they used to do a lot of in-studio live performance um, shows. And I was really happy to see that because, you know, I think about just where the DMV music scene is especially when it, as it relates to hip-hop and r&b um it's come so far and it's, it's it's got a much stronger structure now but i think still there's not enough people uh who are aware mm. of a lot of the artists or where to find them or have seen them live and would like to see some of these artists live if they are familiar with their music so you using the the, the world of the internet and, and digital means make that easy for yeah. people to do yeah. so you know i think that's the i, I applaud i applaud you for that most Thank certainly you. you know yeah yeah i mean it's 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 super important so we actually started producing events so we had okay. a partnership with the howard theater in 2015 2016 uh called neo age live and so we were bringing in a lot of local artists similar to the ones on the dc soul stage and then also some national artists so we had people like uh v bozeman and mm-hmm. avery wilson and aaron camper and we would kind of mash them together yeah the problem though was that uh you know, we, we put all this work in for one night and then, you know, that's kind of it, you know, and then you got to wait to the next time. And we were like, you know, what can we do in order to have a larger impact to help spread these artists and their music and their, you know, uh, their messages? Mm-hmm. And, you know, what better way than digital media? You know, it can reach as far as you want it to go. You can, you know, do it as often as you wanted to do it if you have the, you know, the means and, uh, and the knowledge. So it just kind of made sense and we could, you know... Uh, uh, touch as many people as we wanted to. I think that was the mm. biggest thing. Yeah, you know, and, and it was it lasts forever. Right, you know, right. It never comes down. That 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 yeah. documentation, and I'm I'm always screaming about how, you know, as far especially as it relates to just you know, black creative culture mm-hmm. in 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 this region and yeah. in the city. You know, the best job has not been done of documenting that. You know, we don't really have a whole wealth of options to choose from to where we could find out the history of. A number of things that mm-hmm. that you know were created by black people and um in this area so just what you're doing uh is contributing that for future generations 100 percent. i mean even if you look at somebody like uh like a bo young prince who just you know got signed to def, def jam, jam and, yes. and that whole Very thing good. you know bo came through we taped his episode last november and december and to kind of hear him talking about being an independent artist and the hustle and the grind and then six months later you know, he signed a Def Jam. You can watch that maturation because in his episode, he actually says what it's like being an independent artist and the stuff that I have to do. Yeah. And then by the his episode actually came out the day that he got signed. Um, that what just happened and so happened like that. But mm-hmm. just for, so people can kind of see an artist too. You know, we wanted it to be inspirational for artists who are coming up yeah. to kind of see their peers and see you know, what they're kind of going through because people are very insular in the DMV area. It's yes, like people yes. do so many similar things, but they don't know each other. 
other. They don't collaborate with each other. Mm-hmm. And so to be able to kind of see that, well, you know, we thought it would be kind of helpful. Uh, speaking of Bo, who's extremely intelligent, too, yeah. right? like besides the music that he makes is dope, he's really on his, his P's and Q's with the business. Yes. Right? But, you know, I, I remember speaking to him on a, on a podcast last year, too, and mm-hmm. he talked about, you know, traveling out to New York, traveling out to L.A., mm-hmm. you know, to network and so on and so forth, which always brings up a conversation on in the DMV, you have to, quote unquote, leave mm-hmm. to really blow up. Mm-hmm. Like, what are your thoughts on that? And how is your platform kind of, you know, changing the narrative? Yeah, man. That, that, that gave me chills. Um, I think that it is such a really strong narrative uh, because there has not been a visual. I wanted, I almost, I wanted to say with the exception of Wale, but even for a good period of time, he went down. He did the MMG thing and kind of went. Right. So there hasn't been like a real successful example in the ways that you think about like Atlanta or New right. York. Yeah. Wale person, went to Atlanta, right? Yeah, yeah you know, right. They, yeah, they traveled a lot, time. right? So because it's really tough to see uh, or or to envision something that you haven't seen if you're not a visionary, and so um, I do think that historically it has existed, yeah. you know. But because we do have digital media, we do have platforms now, and we do have the ability for a person if you create the the, the right record and if you are able to grow your fan base within the city. You don't necessarily have to leave. Right. Now, I do want to preface that by saying that that does not mean you should not network in other cities. Mm-hmm. Yes. So not leaving does that not part. does not mean <laughs> that you should not, you know, go to award shows in other city or go to studio sessions mm-hmm. in other cities or mm-hmm. go to, you know, meet people. That does not mean that, you know, in anything just right. like because in business. There's don't pl- pigeonhole there's, yourself. There's there's plenty of artists who also live in other cities that are not large major markets who network in those large major markets so i think that's the way a lot of confusion lies now with people like they're thinking well i don't want to leave i was like well um what label office exists here you know what 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 infrastructure what um um um, people who you know make things move and go within the music industry exists in a large a large amount in dc it's like go 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 to your plug you know it's similarly go to the plug who may be in another place and then you know you bring it back to where you're at right you know it mm-hmm. doesn't mean that you got to go move to where the plug is at but you need to have a plug that right. can give that has to your point the infrastructure yeah. yes yeah. if you want to be successful in the music industry you need an infrastructure mm-hmm. i think bo was someone who understood that who understood that very well build your fan base here but let me still go get my infrastructure outside of that right and it's not always rah-rah like i'm you know doing a bunch stuff on social media most of the moves who got him from point a to point b being signed to def jam were done behind the scenes yeah mm-hmm. right you know putting in that that legwork yeah you know? and that's that's the stuff that's not always a sexy part of the business 100 percent. and then to go back and answer your question you know so the neo elite what our goal is really to be able to provide uh a platform for artists to be able to uh not necessarily always just grow their following within the you know the DMV area, but also for people outside of the DMV area. You know, right. we've been extremely fortunate to have you know a good amount of connections outside, and you know we would love for you know people within the industry to be able to see, oh, okay, that's really kind of what's going on in DC. These are some of the most talented artists, right. and see them in their most authentic and glorious form mm-hmm. while they're still here. Right. There's not many platforms that do that in a in a genuine way yeah, yeah. with people who understand the culture, with people who love the music first yeah. and aren't pushing another agenda outside of just wanting to see the artist rise. Right. They're just pushing out content. They're not making the content with love and with thought for that particular artist. It looks more like something that was just aggregated versus something that was, you know, highly curated. You know what I mean? Uh, Which is also why I like, um, I mean, I like all three um, sets of content that y'all have. You you also have, along with DC Soul Stage, you also have Millennials and Music. Yeah. uh, And which is a, which is an interview series. Mm -hmm. And you also have Soul and Success, which is a podcast um, focusing on, um, self-care yeah uh as um creative entrepreneur yeah really you know i mean so so soul and success really that kind of just came out of you know authentic conversations that really could have you know been like one of these i heard you talking about you know your spiritual advisor earlier and that sort of thing Mm -hmm. imagine the conversation that you know you may be having with your homeboys your homegirls in your apartment or whatever may have you about what that looked like yeah just some of the things that we go through as you know young millennials and things of that nature uh, how can we improve? So we set the goal to kind of talk to, you know, people who are maybe quote unquote experts, tastemakers within those areas to kind of get some real 
uh, genuine knowledge about how can we improve in areas like restoring confidence if you've lost it or, you know, how to uh, uh, eat better or, you know, just things that affect our soul on a daily basis. Because if our mental is not right, Mm -hmm. then it's real tough to kind of navigate this world. So that's so on success. And then, yeah, millennials in music, we kind of similar to the DMV, but on a national structure, we saw that there are so many artists who are really really talented you know lma before a boot up blows up yeah you know right. someone who it didn't take for a boot up to be a big hit for everybody to know who knew who she was to be she was talented mm-hmm. it's not a lot of outlets and people who are really having genuine authentic conversations with them and so the goal is to be able to you know be able to talk to national people when they come through the dmv area because mm-hmm. i'm sure you all have seen that so many venues have been popping up yeah. you know in the last year year and a half mm-hmm. that means more artists are coming here yes we need more media platforms to be able to talk with them and right. have real conversations. So it's a good, it's a, it's a great opportunity for um, artists both um, from outside this area and of this area to yeah. really capitalize on because I mean DC, uh, this whole market is you know high. It's a, a lot of consumption of music. Yep. You know from live performance to um, just even just the downloads and everything like mm-hmm. that. So definitely a perfect time for um, for artists to take advantage of that. You know. Um, Real quick, random question. How'd you get the name Zeppelin? Yeah, man. Um, my parents just wanted something different. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was it. <laughs> okay. They just, they just they weren't they weren't Led Zeppelin fans. Okay. Uh, I don't know, man. My I, my father is the one who came up with it, but I never really asked him. My mom just always said she told my dad I want something different, and he just randomly <laughs> said Zeppelin. I mean, so, n- names are very affirmative. Yeah. So you know, for name like Zeppelin, they they had have had to have had already in your in their minds like, okay, our son is going to be yeah. something extraordinary. He's going to stand out because yeah. you can't be a bum with a name like Zeppelin. No, no, no. You can't. You absolutely can't. You okay. Know? Yeah, yeah. You can't be a bad person either because it's like. He says, you said Zeppelin screws you up. He's going to be like, well, which yeah. Zeppelin? You know <laughs> what I'm like, saying? It's only one Zeppelin. It's only one, right? You know so, Zeppelin. Right? <laughs> so, you know, that, that you know, and they say bad news travels way faster than good news. Yeah, so, absolutely. you know, it's like, it's, right. it's tough. You got to be on your P's and Q's all, at all times. All times. Well, so thinking about um, just um, soul, soul and success. Um, yeah. Something I really like about millennials is how millennials are more vocal about the challenges experienced within the process, quote mm. unquote. And even though... There's a million and one conversations online about the process and trust mm-hmm. the process or, you know, whatever cliche term is, is associated with going through the process mm-hmm. of entrepreneurship or spiritual growth or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like that millennials aren't as territorial and angry as Gen X. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, and I, I definitely respect that about uh, millennials a great deal, you know, and um I think it's important, even though, like I said, there's, there's a number of conversations surrounding that. I think it's important to just keep putting out more of these conversations with different people just mm-hmm. to drive home the, the, the message that, okay, this isn't just something arbitrary. Mm-hmm. There's actual truth to this. Like, you really do have to trust the process. You can't rush it. You have to look at it from where you are, not so much where you want to be. Mm-hmm. I mean, just dialing all the way back, focusing more on the pro- focusing on the process, not the result. Yeah, you yeah. Know? I mean, that, that's that's one hundred percent. I mean, I even know. So I know you mentioned earlier, like producing the uh, the morning show right now. Mm-hmm. You know, when I first uh, got back to DC, I was working for the radio station, like in the most menial task. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if you all know what like a promotions assistant is, yes. right? I mean, like literally, they got you doing everything that mm. they don't want to do mm. you know what i'm saying cleaning out closets going to gas you know trucks vans all that sort of thing yeah um but it was through there just being a hard worker you know showing respect to everyone that i built some genuine relationships mm. and so even when i winded up stepping away and you know doing the neo elite full time and um you know running our production company i still kept in touch with those people so that when those opportunities came up it was just like oh man you know we got to go back to yeah the person and so it's like you know never it was never despised small beginnings because right. i didn't go in there with the mindset that two years later i'd be producing one of the most you know number one you know 
God willing, you know, morning shows in the, you know, in the DMV area. So I, 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 I guess that's me affirming. So also, I didn't know that the show had just started. Yeah, well, well, well here's, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't listen to the radio. Yeah, you know well, what I mean. So, I, but I was just knowing. I know Angie Ann. Exactly. I know how long she's been around. Right. And the the the, the groundwork that she has laid um, up to this point. So I'm just already assuming, like, okay, yeah. it's, it's going to be. I oh, know we claim it. You know what I mean? We claim it. You know, yeah. in terms of just like different different um categories in, in radio and in, in, in urban radio it's definitely for this market is going to be um one of the top shows um but prior to you getting to wkys yeah um you also interned at 300 yeah so uh and I, I bring that up because yeah, um twitter there was a um there's been a lot of conversation on twitter lately about just paid versus unpaid internships and how um companies uh as well as other people uh who are who are opposed mm-hmm. to the unpaid internship mm-hmm. and um just want to get your thoughts on that because i'm assuming that well and I'm, I'm going to assume were you paid or unpaid um at 300 so both both okay so both right so when i i uh when i first um got there back you know right after i, co- I graduated i was an unpaid intern okay oh, um, and real quick for people yeah. who may not know tell people what 300 is oh so 300 entertainment is a record label that is distributed by atlantic records started by some of the ogs in the game leo cohen kevin lyles uh they have everybody from i guess fetty wop shy glizzy young thug they had the migos yeah, during their bad and bougie not bad yeah bad and bougie era too mm-hmm. everything up until that point um data data uh distribution deal rich the kid all, all like you know what i'm saying the Mumble rappers that you know people they ish. I was going to be nice and say you, you know, know that the 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 pop the pop and trap rapper there we go. people, but right. sure, mumble rap we can go with that. There, there we go. Right. I mean, <laughs> it, it is what it is. Not necessarily a bad thing. It has a bad connotation to it. But you know, I think the Young Thug is one of the best uh, coming up with melodies. You know what I mean? Young Thug definitely surprised me. I yeah. did not think he would last this long. When I first when I first heard Danny Glove, I was like, yeah. "That's the, it. The, <laughs> That's really? all he got." <laughs> You know, but um, yeah, so I started uh, unpaid intern, but once again, um, through hard work and attaching myself to projects that I knew they would need to be continued when my internship was over, I was able to leverage that into a paid position. Okay. And so um, that's why I said, you know, the answer was both. But to the conversation, I think that um, if you want to be in the entertainment industry or an industry that is so like coveted by people, yeah. I think that you need to do whatever you need to do to get your foot in the door and allow your hard work, your persistence, your dedication, your intelligence to speak for itself once you're in there. You know, but if you have a, a spirit of entitlement or a spirit of, you know, because I went to X school or because my parents said this or whatever may have you, then it's going to be tough. Even if that means that you need to get a second job, a third, like whatever may have you, if you really want to do that thing, then I think that sometimes that means that you take that unpaid internship. You have a goal, mm-hmm. you know, and you stick to your goal. But I think that you do whatever you need to do in order to, to, to end, you know, to get into that space. Now, that's real. I mean, I was a 27 year old intern yeah. at uh, Ace of Spades. Hey, and so and I but, and I took that internship after I you know hit up just about everybody i knew yeah. because i wanted to get into the lifestyle marketing space mm-hmm. but behind the scenes you know what i mean and i wanted to learn how that world worked from a marketing and public relations standpoint mm-hmm. and my boss was five years older than me you know what i mean i mean she's now she's now head of uh, communications at um at intercom wow um but you know just even a five-year age gap you know it was tough, mm-hmm. but you know, I swallowed my pride. I, I I dug deep, and I knew, you know, she was a good person. Mm-hmm. You know, she wasn't, you know, she didn't pussyfoot around anything. And her purpose and goal was to make sure that everything she assigned me to do mm-hmm. was done correctly mm-hmm. because it helps her make make help make her look better. Mm-hmm. But again, even at twenty seven, I'd already had a wealth of experience mm-hmm. leading up to that point. But I knew. I didn't have any other end mm. into that into that industry, mm-hmm. so I had to go about it that way, and I don't regret that experience no. whatsoever. No, nah, no. Nah, I mean, I feel like if you enter anything with the right intentions, then uh, you know, if you're a good person, I just think that the universe is gonna, you know, it's gonna reciprocate that back to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that is one thing that I've noticed from a lot of different creatives or artists within this area; they don't always necessarily understand that. Uh, you know, unpaid is not a bad thing. Not receiving money initially is not a bad thing mm-hmm. because you got to look at what the trade-off is. How would you have gotten that connection otherwise? How would you have gotten that uh, knowledge otherwise? Yeah, it, It's like, 
so much you can learn by yourself without mm-hmm. actually being within the space of people. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's, so back to the three hundred yeah. experience. So mm-hmm. you've, I mean, we kind of skipped over it a little bit, but you were in the same company and working in the same building with hip hop heavyweight titans, mm-hmm. legends, Kevin yeah. Lyles, Leo Cohen. Yeah. So like, what gems did you learn and retain, like oh, tangible man. and intangible? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's that's fantastic. You know, you're the first person that's ever asked me For that. Real? Yeah, it's which a damn is, shame. and I don't understand why people, especially in this area, don't because it's like, you, so at the time, three hundred was because they don't want to, they don't want to network outside of this area yeah that's that's fair don't do their homework sometimes either (laughs) literally right so so 300 probably look like that space i know people who are listening they can't see but it's like like an open space out there and so my desk we all worked in cubicles executives didn't work in offices and so my desk was probably if i'm sitting right here leor's desk was probably right over there and if you needed something from him you walked up and you just went over there and he wasn't like uh, like who? Are, nah, it wasn't that. So uh, one thing I've, I, I learned really quickly was that like the best leaders keep themselves open to their people around mm-hmm. them. They don't close mm-hmm. themselves off. Mm-hmm. Right. That was one thing. Number two conversation I was having with Leor and uh, I always tell my interns this when they ask me the conversation. I asked them one day, I said, what's the greatest piece of thing that's helped you be successful during your career? He said, I leveraged everything. So I'm 21, probably two weeks into the internship. I'm like, all right, what does that mean? And he's like, all right, I'll give you an example. Back when we first started uh, Rush Entertainment, which was the management company with him and right. Russell Simmons, yeah. mm-hmm. he said that they had the Fresh Fest tour. And so that was like the first rap tour, you know, of all time. And Listen so they, closely, people. Y'all getting some great history on hip hop here. And so they had... Um, all the artists that the promoter wanted for the Fresh Fest tour, right? So they have the Beastie Boys, they have Run DMC, they have LL. Uh, everybody wanted to be on that tour. So Lior said that was number one. That was how they actually wound up getting a lot of profits from that tour because they told the you know, promoter, we want a higher cut because you, you want all our artists. So they leveraged that. What they also did, though, was that for any rising artist who wanted to be on that tour, they said you have to leave your management and, and, and uh, come be managed by us if you uh-huh. want to join this tour, right? So that's how we get DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Uh-huh. That's how we get Houdini. They all left. Yeah. He leveraged the fact that they had this tour that they had rush in order to get a lot of great artists. Mm-hmm. So when he said that, I was like, mm, bingo, continue to leverage everything that you have. Yeah. And you just kind of keep going up. So that was another thing. Um, somebody like Kevin... Um, who is still a mentor to me to this day and I continue to talk to, um, I think that his ability to always be genuine to anybody he was around, he would step into an elevator and no matter who you are, he would speak to you, hi, how's your day going, how are you doing? I mean, it wasn't like he was trying to show off. That's just who he genuinely was as a person. Um, And then he also does something that's like really weird. Anytime you email him, he will email you back. I mean, I guess if he knows you like in like, I mean, no more than like five minutes. Right. He like it'll be quick. It'll be like five words. Right. But it's this fact that he said that he never touches anything more than once. Mm-hmm. Meaning that as soon as he sees something, he's either going to deal with it there or not touch it at all. Yeah, he doesn't right. allow it to fester in his mind. Yeah. And so just like that sort of thing. And so just like that sense of urgency, no matter what it is, even if it's just like okay, cool, so and so take care of this. Okay, cool, bet. All right, thanks. Like all that sort yeah. of thing. I was like, okay, cool. So those were just some of the things that I, I picked up, you know, kind of from the, yeah. you know, the heads. I know um, I, Kevin Lyles is like one of my idols. I've never met him, but like yeah. I read his book that he put out years mm-hmm. ago and all that stuff. And, um, you know, just his temperament, like he seems like he just always has thick skin, like nothing really phases him. Like even that, that classic video when Dane was oh, trying yeah. to like scream on him for the Def Jam yeah. tour jackets and stuff, he didn't lose his cool. Like he, nah. stayed, he stayed chill the whole time. Mm. And also like, He's experienced failure, right? Yeah. Like he talks about this one time where, um, you know, they put him in charge of putting put on this big event, mm-hmm. and he forgot he got everything down to the T except for the building mm-hmm. permit. So they lost out on a major opportunity. He took a big L, but he was able to bounce back from that. So, yeah. like, what have you learned from maybe experiences of failure that are giving you that extra perspective, so that the next time around it's like, all right, I'm about to kill him. Man, how much time we got on this podcast? <laughs> A few minutes. Oh yeah. man, um, let me see because because I, I really want to make sure that I'm uh, you know authentic in everything that I say. Um, so I think that some of the biggest things that I've learned when it comes to failure has uh, number one, 
because I'm a spiritual, I'm a, you know, I'm a Christian, I'm a, a, a God-fearing person, and I've realized that whenever I've tried to make moves outside of his will and based on my own ego or based on me doing something that I thought was going to raise my credibility uh, for selfish reasons, it's never worked out, mm. no matter what the opportunity was, you know, no matter what the relationship was, I've always, you know, uh, it's never worked out. And so... Um, I would say that I've had a lot of learning lessons, but I think that the biggest one um, for me came like in my later life came last year when I was managing uh, a local artist. And I knew from the jump that the fit just wasn't there. Mm. It was extremely talented, but the fit just wasn't there. And so, you know, because of my, you know, relationships and their talent, we were able to help build them up from singing, you know, free, you know, showcases on up to being paid, you know, thousands of dollars per festival. Uh, But the relationship, it just kept being more damaged and damaged and it was taking me away from God. Mm. And so at that point, uh, we kind of hit just like a huge just like roadblock around the October area and uh, things fell apart. And that was a real tough period for me because, you know, it was a, it was a pretty public thing. You know, everybody knew that at least, you know, friends and people in the industry knew we were managed. I was managing this individual. And so even up until like, shoot, maybe like a month ago, people still hitting me up, you know, trying to, you know, trying to get to this person and that sort of thing. Um, and that was difficult, but it was during that time period actually that I got kind of recentered and refocused and looked at what we were doing with the neo elite. And I would say that between the end of October and December, we created about man, like it had to be about seventy pieces of content that people are still just starting to see now, and all that energy, you know, from that tough loss got channeled into that so that's where all the dc soul sage came from that's where mm-hmm. a lot of soul and success came from that's where you know early ideas on millennials and music and we actually have a um a podcast with angie coming out called culture text where she's speaking to a lot of the top entrepreneurs in this area about mm-hmm. how they got into the business so we've talked to like owner of Ann pizza and the mm-hmm. owner of new vegan and alex l and that sort of thing mm-hmm. a lot of that came from you know, this period. So the other thing I would say is that, you know, just because you go through a tough period or a tough time, you know, figure out how to channel that energy into something positive, you know, don't always let it keep you down or keep you depressed and that sort of thing, man. So, um, growth comes from discomfort. Ah, man, 100%. You know, you got to find the sun, you know, and even in the rainstorms and and that can be tough. So Neo Elite might not have even been what it is today if it weren't for that experience you had with the artists. 100%. I can absolutely say that 100%. I mean, part of it was we, we existed, we were putting on shows, but I think that the, the focus for so long in my life, I had always focused on helping to build other people's brands and other people's things. And it kept getting snatched from under me. And I was like, all right, you know what? Like, I think it's time that we start building something that no matter what, it can't be taken away. So you're no longer managing artists. Um, What I'm doing for artists is more so giving them advice and kind of helping to steer them without needing any sort of attachment for it. So consulting. Yeah, but, you know... I think that for me, management always was attached to it. So I didn't have the right intentions for it. It was like, "Ah, I'm attached to this person and that sort of thing. Yeah. I consult people now behind closed doors and just kind of, you know, whatever that may be, Mm. uh, if that's the, you know, the proper word. But I want to see people win. Yeah. And so that's my intention now. It's Mm. like if you're an artist or a creative or an individual and I have the ability to help you through one of our channels or platforms or just somebody I know. I want to do that for you. Okay. And, you know, though it can just be between you and I. The world doesn't need to know that. And that's that's just what it is. Okay. Leverage everything. Yeah. Well, I like that. Um, What was the name of the uh, the, the, the show again? Uh, Culture Tech? Co- yeah, Culture Tech. Culture yeah, Tech. Yeah, Culture Tech. So okay, that's, okay. that's coming out in about a month. We were It was supposed to come out uh, last week. But because of the, you know, the morning show, we kind of figured that it made sense to push one new project, you okay. know, at a time. So we kind of delayed culture text. But yeah, look on. That's going to be a fantastic podcast with some of the most um, inspiring and successful entrepreneurs who are really breaking down. I mean, 
finances, how they got into the game, where they got capital from, how they sustain it, mm. this tough things they've been through. And these are people in businesses that like we know, you know, you can hear their stories yeah. and that sort of thing. And, you know, Angie's one of the most connected people. So, yeah. you know, she was like, here's my address book. Whoever you think I should I should interview, you know, let's yeah. do it. <laughs> Let me know. Well, it. I, I mean, let's I like go. I like overall that um, WKYS is just putting out a lot of visual content yeah a lot of different show concepts um, and working with young talent mm-hmm. like millennials who really have dope ideas yeah i met the board i met i can't remember his name but when i um at one of the uh the uh the 202 creates co-working days i met a guy who works for for the station okay um he was i did a a, a, a um basically a podcast in 101 oh, nice. class nice. and so he sat in on it and he was just telling me about you know what the station's trying to do to just mm-hmm. really find out all who who are all the, the 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 creatives in 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 the area who are really really um pushing the pushing the needle forward mm-hmm. in terms of um creation, you know what I mean? And um, I think that just thinking about because I thought about this, I was like, man, why? And this is before I even knew that WKOS was doing all this content. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, you know, you look at um, you know. Hot 97 or Power mm-hmm. 105 um, or even um, Power 99. Mm-hmm. Um, not Power 99. Um, 99. Uh, yeah, Power 99 FM in uh, in, in, in LA. Um, big Boys Radio. Yeah, Big Boy, yeah, all yeah, of that. Yeah. Okay, uh, gotcha. And just all the different shows on that station. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I was like, man, there's nothing like that here. Mm-hmm. You know, and why isn't that the yeah. case? And so then I said, well, let me just look. I looked up on YouTube and mm-hmm. there it is. And I really would like to see a lot of those numbers be higher than what they are in terms of views. Absolutely. You know what I mean? But I'm pretty sure y'all y'all are over there working on just ways to, you know, promote that and, and, and yeah, market that. Yeah, that, was, that was actually a conversation I had last week with the head of, um, of digital. And, you know, they just got started. So, you know, mm. Urban One Radio One just started to embrace digital. Yeah. They just started to embrace YouTube. You know, really? for, yeah, for a long time. I mean, you think about it, radio was built on sales. Yeah. You know, that's not necessarily digital. So as long as they can keep getting the advertise, the McDonald's advertising spot, the Sprite advertising spot, there's not uh, a reason to focus on digital content. No matter, even if we know it's so relevant, yeah. it's just, if it's, they can't see how it's directly attached to money, um, they're not into it. But, you know, I got to give definitely major props to to uh, j1 who is the program director mm. over at kys and he's been you know almost the you know, metaphorical moses with kind of really pushing the station in the direction mm. of you know something like allow having the first woman to ever host her own morning show in the dmv area and you know i think all the major talents on KYS are women right now who mm-hmm. have all the day parts and you know digital in some of those series yeah he wants that he's super creative that was a part of the conversation before I came back on you know about a month ago I was like hey there's some things digitally that I want to do and I want to make sure that you know you're on board with this mm-hmm. and he was like I love it you know any, let, let's go let's yeah. do it so you know it starts at the, everything starts at the top with leadership yeah and then comes down and so I think that we're starting to finally get the right people in place the right outlets I mean even you know like yourselves um I think this is a fantastic platform of people who Thank you. uh you know want to see the culture move forward and are providing a space where you know young people who may not necessarily have cracked you know six figures yet can come and just talk about their journey you know mm-hmm. before if we wanted entrepreneurs wanted to go in somewhere and talk we had to wait until you know black enterprise or you know one of a self-serving book or something yeah like that, something right? like that right yeah, yeah. just not come and connect to people who are on the same journey as us and have a real convo so right. you know i Catch thank you all for having this yeah course, or even even funny. bringing it back to music you know you couldn't really learn about your favorite artist or even an up-and-coming artist unless they got into one of two magazines yeah. uh, or, you know, they were on uh, BT or right. Yo! MTV Raps something or something like that. like that. You know what I mean? You know? And so, and that Yo! MTV Raps only came on once a week. Magazines were published once a month, mm-hmm. you know? And, um, I mean, you had a different, you had somebody different on um, uh, Rap City right. or um, Video Soul back in the day, yeah. you know, every night. But still, it was just like, it was still very limited. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, you've got people covering and highlighting all these different artists mm-hmm. in their own way. You know, there's people who've been, you know, interviewed and featured a million times, a rack of times, 
but it's still a very unique and different way each time mm-hmm. i think for the most part yeah you yeah, know yeah. what i mean 100%. i feel like there's a flip side to that though because now it's just like since the barriers of entry to create content is is has been eliminated doesn't just, exist. everybody's just throwing out content yeah, yeah. so I mean, my, you, you go ahead at so like from your experience uh-huh. you know working at you know agencies and labels yeah. and even radio stations uh-huh what is it going to take for content that you produce to actually cut through? Yeah, mm. yeah, you know, so, and, and that's something that even today with the Neo Elite, that my, our content team and marketing team that I'm really driving home is, you know, I think the number one, it's still got to be compelling. I always believe the cream rises to the top. Yeah. Um, I think that you've got to understand the idea of marketing and getting it out to the public in some sort of way. So I think it's a lot of people who are creating, but they're just putting it out there. They're not being thoughtful mm. about you know who is this for mm. how can we get to get this to them and then the third thing you know is just consistency yeah you know it's like you if keep you keep doing it you gotta keep doing it and that's the one thing that i think kills so many of us in the dmv area in particular talk about it is that if it doesn't work in the first month third month sixth month 12th month they like i'm done this ain't for me if that they don't per- want to look corny right nah, that email that they send out the person doesn't respond to them they get in their feelings you know the drake you know they in their feelings <laughs> and then it's like i ah, forget like everybody's fake and it's like no it's not that it's just like you gotta put in that time and that work mm-hmm. and the universe is gonna test you it's gonna see how bad you want it yeah and so many people drop off so early on that are extremely talented and that hurts me man like that personally hurts me because i see people who i'm like why'd you stop right just I'm, keep going i'm gonna I'm 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 tell people the key to something to this you know what i mean well a key to this let me yeah. not say the key a key so we now have social media mm-hmm. which everybody um who is is an entrepreneur should use yeah um but with respect to um creative industries um I think people should also think about go back to analog and beating the pavement, mm. you know, in terms of just like making your presence known mm-hmm. in, in real life, mm-hmm. you know, you know, going to see, you know, you know, if somebody you want to connect with is going to be a, a particular space or an mm-hmm. event, go to that event, mm. introduce yourself, mm-hmm. you know, get that FaceTime in, you pair that up with social media, you can actually cut you can you can really cut through yeah. you know what i mean yeah, and i yeah. and i say this because that's what i do mm-hmm. that's what i've been doing you know i initially started out before social media became mm-hmm. a thing i was just you know i've run up on you you know mm-hmm. what i mean let me not not run up on you like i wanted to rob somebody but yeah. that that's that's my thing oh, i'm with you that's I still my do the thi- same thing that's too. my yeah, thing yeah, with, yeah. with everything it's uh-huh. just like all right i know i could email this person i know i could dm them i could hit them up on whatever but i'm just like nah, i know where they be i'm gonna go holler at them go you know on. just go holler at them yep. you go holler at people as well as social media use all those digital tools Mm -hmm. and you've got an even greater advantage now but if you just rely solely on i think a lot of people are also just relying solely on uh digital yeah and it's just like uh, i I would add to that that come to the if you're going to come to them don't just come to them with an ask Mm -hmm. i mean which is a good first step to just Mm -hmm. come and approach somebody but come with a value add Mm -hmm. come come with something to that adds benefit to what they've got going on how they can see how it fits them Mm -hmm. and it's they're more inclined to you know give you some more you know talk time as yeah. opposed to people who usually come up to them or email them or dm them with the, with their hands out yeah trying to get put on you know yeah well i think th- i think in in this in this age of awkwardness mm-hmm. most people who would approach somebody straight up they're gonna have something to talk about right you know what i mean they're yeah. not they're not gonna just be like oh I wanna, uh, 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 like just go talk to them right but <laughs> if i come if i come in that conversation with my own little little kingdom even if it's in its infant stages mm-hmm. you know there's a different level there's a different type of conversation yeah. that takes place so i think both are, are valuable yeah yeah no i agree 100 percent. well before we switch gears mm-hmm. i have one question I really yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, go ahead go ahead switch gears so there's a lot of uh when it comes to dmv music um, most of the focus is on hip hop, mm-hmm. right? And there's some very dope platforms that have been pre-existing or are growing now. Like shout out the Factory that you know mm-hmm. records here Sundays here at Full Service Radio that focuses on local hip hop. Mm-hmm. But you chose the R and B soul route. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the rationale behind that? Is there just a deep love for that? Like, yeah. So I think that initially, early on, it was. Um it was just that I didn't I didn't see it existing and and what, what you know I came up on and I'm sure what you all did came up on as well it was very rooted in melody and you know uh, 
that was where I felt found genuineness in music about love and about stories and, and that sort of real thing. And I just didn't see it existing anymore. I think over time, that's kind of transformed into just, um, you know, people who are more so like soul to me isn't defined as like whether they're singer or not. It's like, Kent, are you believable? Right. You know, mm-hmm. like, you had Matt McGee on stage. We had Matt McGee, you know, Bo, he, you know, Bo Young Prince, Bo right? Young These, Prince. I mean, Matt, Matt's definitely not a singer, right? right? I mean, he may he, like, he, do, he may melodies, sing, yeah, right? Yeah. He does melodies, right? But Matt is not, you know, crooning in the right. way that, right. you know, a Risa Renee right. or a, a Boomscat is. Yeah, yeah, or yeah, Moody, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, you know, that, that sort of thing. Um, but Matt was just really dope. You know, it's actually really funny. You all know his song, uh, uh, Sweat. Yes, that yeah. that record. I was actually at that recording session when he when oh, he dope. did that, and just seeing the way that he worked and how talented he was uh, is. I'm like, oh man, like he's just as soulful to me as you know any of the other artists right. that we have on there because I believe him. It's right. real, and so I think that's what it's transformed to me as now. It's just more so um, just the stories you tell. Are you believable? Are you authentic? Um, but yeah, there's always a special place in my heart for R&B and just somebody that can really, really sing and just, right. you know, cut through to the to the soul. So you sound like somebody I know named Sean Combs. <laughs> he's a he, he's always been a huge R&B fan. Oh yeah, he came out the gate. It you works. Know, pump pumping hey. R&B. Yeah. You know what I mean, now like, I feel you. That's that's crew. <laughs> that's you know why what I mean? Popped off. Lotus Flower Bomb, man. You need that. You need that melody, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it's, it's definitely still a place for um for good soulful R&B out here. We, we're, we're actually it's a deaf and we need that we need more of it i think oh. it's just the way that it looks though that's the thing right i don't think it's going to come back the same way that it was in the 90s or no. the 80s it's got to come back in a newer form and fashion and i think it's up to us you know young executives and people like that to be able to find that what the culture wants right. and be able to present it to them like that so. so do you think we will hear in regards to um in the, in the urban contemporary space mm-hmm. and in that category mm-hmm. we'll get singers who are singing down again on like popular mainstream radio so i'm gonna say yes but i also think that that's gonna have to grow with the amount of black executives within the industry okay so that's something that i because that that's the deficit i'm talking about like i'm not hearing too many people singing down on an urban contemporary in the urban contemporary top 40 space anymore well it's about it's it's about the power players and the individuals who have the resources to actually get them Mm. in that area and as long as there are people who don't really fully understand them and how to actually make the best music with them and then how to get them and market them in the right places we're not going to really hear that and so if you think about the 90s in that period just as many you know artists that you can name if you know the industry, you can name a lot of black executives yes. as well. Yeah. Right? How many can you really name right now right. that didn't come from that era? Right. Right. That you makes know? sense. No, so that makes sense. I, I think there's like a direct core, you know, correlation yeah. because, you know, individuals, they just don't understand that. Uh-huh. What they understand is money. And what money looks like right now is different hair color, tattoo on the face, you know probably a, a misdemeanor for beating a woman up type of charge yeah, you know that, that is, is a what, profile you that know is that actually, is <laughs> <laughs> right a little a little a young yeah. uh, a, a short you know is this right. what the profile that's what they think makes money yeah so until there's more people who understand what you're referring to and know what to do with it then you know we a xanax addiction it's, you know exactly list, yeah. man you know, you, you're making me rethink my decision to not have anything to do with the music industry oh, man. um okay so I, before we switch gears i just want to yeah. go on record saying this and i would say this i know it might be a little controversial uh-huh. um and this coming from somebody who is a pg county native but you are from virginia right yeah 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 okay just thinking about a lot of the the the, the northern virginia people i know who mm-hmm. are involved in um local culture mm-hmm. um local music culture creative culture all of that i i i i'm really starting to think that nova natives are the most supportive of dmv music mm. compared to the other three the, uh, of of the all three letters mm. I, I i don't know i'm i'm just it just seems like why, y'all you, why you say that because yeah. y'all just really really be all about it mm. in a, in a way that i don't really i don't really see from from other from in, in collectively from other from other people yeah you know Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not a diss, you right. know. I'm just, it's just an, an assessment. Yeah, I mean, I'll take it, you know. Uh, yeah, I, I'll take it. I don't know. Uh, I've never thought about that, uh, but yeah, I'll take it. I think about it a lot. Who are some others that that you know from the from Nova that you 
them have you in that frame of mind. Like I mean, what? just these are just individual people. Not yeah, like any, not anybody that's like you know, you know, a name. No, I know, I know. But I'm that. saying from this area. I mean, it's a small area. So who who from Nova? Like I know Mikel is from Nova. Shout uh, out, uh, uh, shout out, my man Nick Bohr. He has a yeah. platform called Loveless yeah. uh, Magazine. He d- puts on for a lot of uh, Virginia artists. Okay, and he's, he's didn't he didn't uh, Karen uh, Jeremy yeah. interview him? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Very dope person. He has a uh, podcast called Boredom as well. Dope. So, yeah, so okay. cross medium. Mm-hmm. I definitely will give it to Nova in terms yeah. of like being on it with not just visual content, written content, but also being on the podcast. So yeah, audio, visual, and co- and considering written. how and considering how you know. The D and the M tree has treated Virginia oh, man, like we, a like a, a ugly stepchild, stepchild for so long. We get a lot. Of, we get a lot of heat, man. Y'all still y'all still rocking with us. You know what I'm <laughs> we, we we get a lot. We get a lot of heat, but it's because you know we was always kind of really looking into the culture, mm-hmm. you know, and, and and that sort of thing. So I don't know that I know for me it was kind of like I didn't grow up in it. Yeah. I grew up around it, but I wasn't actually in it. Yeah. So I knew that. So it still feels very new and very fresh to me. Okay. So I'm learning more about it each and every day. Maybe so. that's why, because it feels new and fresh. Yeah. All right. Random aside. Let's right. do this. We're going to do this rapid fire. All right. What do I got to do? You just got to answer the questions. Okay. You ready? Are y'all answering too? No, it's just you. Oh, okay. It's all, all about right. you, man. All right, man. <laughs> <laughs> We're on here every week. questions every week. Oh, okay. People, people know us. Oh, okay. They don't know you. No, that's fair. I believe that. All right. Boom. All What's right. the flyest thing you've ever done? Uh, Lord. Uh, <laughs> what's the next Rapid question? Man? All right, all right, start over for me. Start over for me. What's, what's, the, what's the flyest thing you've ever done? Um, it's <laughs> <laughs> right, we're gonna come back. Yeah, appreciate what is, it. What is the name of the first person you kissed? Oh, Jesus, Kate. All right, Kate, describe life <laughs> with Kanye West as president. Uh, frustrating name one thing you change about yourself um impatience if you had to go on a 30-day culture fast which of these could you give up travel art fashion being a foodie or leisure reading not foodie you just had a shitty day what's your comfort food or vice of choice uh a sermon from bishop td jakes what invention or innovation will officially mark the end of the world uh what if what will mark the end of the world man um men will mark the end of the world the yeah. invention of men <laughs> the invention of men yeah we'll go we'll go with oh man yeah, you we'll just you just one. you just gave a certain demographic of people a lot of fire we need a woman president too by the way I thanks for I, that I, I can't wait to see that happen all right do you believe thanks. the producers of family feud secretly want to start a race war <laughs> no <laughs> Nah. Okay, that's fair. Pick a superhero. Uh, Wolverine. How will the country change once marijuana is fully legalized? Um, a lot more lazy people, a lot more successful people. How old were you when you realized Santa Claus and the Tooth Fairy weren't real? Um, seven for the Tooth Fairy, maybe nine for Santa Claus. Name three places in your city to take a first-time visitor. Um... Let's see. Diet Starts Monday, um, Georgetown University, and uh, the National uh, the African American Museum. If you were diagnosed with a rare disease and told the only way to live was to exercise five days a week, how long would you last? I wouldn't die. Wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> you just threw me off. You, you wouldn't die. You wouldn't die. <laughs> no. Cause you exercise every day. No, I'm saying like I, like no, that that would be it. Down. Like I'm not down. I'm not I'm not dying. So that's that's got that's the only option. He's saying he would work out five days a week. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Like, okay. 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 <laughs> I wasn't expecting. It. Okay. Okay. My bad. My bad. All right. Rooftop barbecue or backyard barbecue? Uh, backyard. Describe your first air travel experience. Um, I was too young to remember, so it was probably cool. Okay. Yeah. What gives you power? God. Name the last amazing album you heard. Um, new album, or just in general, most recent. Uh, it's all subjective. Uh, Kod, Kod. Yeah. Name the best chicken spot anywhere. Best chicken. Oh, is this joint out in Miami? Um, finger licking. Finger licking. Yes. Yeah, Khaled. Is that Ross? Is that nah, Khaled. Ross is a uh, Wingstop. Yeah, I just went to Wingstop for the first time too this, this past week. Yeah, yeah Louisiana rub. Go ahead. Um, how has your upbringing informed your life choices, good and bad? 
how has my upbringing informed my life choices? Um, I work. I, I learn work hard work, um, and um, I think that I want. Yeah, just hard work. This is the good. The bad is probably. Um, it took me a while to really come to a place of of self awareness and really being comfortable with who I was as a person. Okay. Yeah. Name the one best and one worst character trait of your generation. Uh, the best I think is that we're super ambitious. Um, the worst I think is that we don't um, we don't always employ realism in in the, in the manner that we should. Okay. You're on an episode of Shark Tank. What are you pitching and wearing? Um, I'm on an episode of Shark Tank. I am pitching. Um, man, that's a fantastic question. Uh, all right, I'm wearing a blue suit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Power move. Yeah, wearing a wearing a blue suit. As far as what I'm pitching, um, ah, that's a real good question, man. I don't know. Probably some level of like a uh, streaming music company that uh really helps create creatives and their fans even better okay it helps them monetize something like that okay yeah have you ever sold a rubik's cube <laughs> nah no it's okay nah. most people we ask i've never tried i tried but uh, nah, i failed no limit or cash money cash money have you ever suffered from fomo fear of missing out no you've been given a major award and you're being viewed by millions who are you shouting out in your award speech oh uh, um God, my mama, um, my team, Danielle, Brian, uh, my father, because he named me. Nah, he's cool. Uh, <laughs> you know, my family and probably whoever, whatever I'm being getting the award for, whatever I was working with. Okay. You know, for that. What sits at the intersection of empathy and self-determination? Say that again for me. What sits at the intersection of empathy and self-determination? Um, success. Be rich where you are, or live wherever you want on your current income. Say that again for me. <laughs> Be rich where you are, or yeah. live wherever you want on your current income. Uh, what do you mean when you say be rich where I'm at? What does that mean? Like, you live wherever you are. Mm-hmm. But you're rich here, or be able to live wherever you want in this world. Uh-huh. Making this whatever amount of money you make right now. Oh, the first one. Okay. Yeah. What was your craziest Uber or Lyft experience? Um, probably one that left me because they do it often. Uh, <laughs> to be honest, I haven't I haven't really had too many crazy Uber or, or Lyft experiences. Okay. I don't really. Yeah. Okay. You can use only one social media platform for the rest of your life. What is it? Uh, Facebook. What does living my best life mean to you? Um. Uh, I ain't going back to fuck with you niggas. Okay, I y'all, like y- that. Y'all heard that song? Like that. Y'all heard the, the little Duval song? Oh yeah, I heard that. Yeah. My best yeah. line. You know what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> I ain't, ain't giving little Duval too much. Burn. Nah, this is all fire, oh. yo. This is oh. fire. All right, first, all right. going back to the first question. What's the flyest thing you've ever done? Um. This podcast. Hey! <laughs> All right. So, talking about some great way to end the show. Appreciate it. <laughs> I got an announcement. Are we, we we wrapped up with the interview? Yeah. Yo. All right. So, this Friday, I am releasing uh, this documentary that I've been working on with my team, Geronimo. Shout out Ryan, who's co-produced it with me. Shout out Dante, who helped shoot it. It's called Setup Shop. It chronicalizes the journey. Um, of the level up of the streetwear designer named Doyle Song, who has this brand called Enemies Forever. Um, so, you know, if you guys are at this point of the podcast where you're still listening, um, I will do another announcement on Monday. But be be ready; it's going to drop on Friday, and it's going to be dope. It's, it's, it's going to be very dope. Yeah, so, man, you should have said something. We could have put that at the beginning, man. I didn't think about it, man, because I was like, "Damn, it's going to drop on Friday, and we're not going to record till Monday." But it's good. It's good. Okay. They're going to know. All right, fair enough. We'll put it in the show fair notes, Shout and, out to and, and, and there will be some promo online um, as 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 a part of it. Um, Zeppelin, tell people where they can find you. Yeah. So first off, once again, thank you all so much for having me. Very, very dope platform. Absolutely, you're welcome. Thank you for coming on, man. Um, so you can find 
the company, the Neo Elite at um, T-H-E-N-E-O-E-L-I-T-E.com. All of our social media is at the Neo Elite. Um, if you're looking for me, I'm at Zeppelin Tillman on everything. Um, and yeah, just, uh, you know, please look out for all of the, uh, the dope things that we have, uh, that we're continuing to put out. It's really for, you know, if it's for millennials. So everything we do is to elevate our culture and, and, and generation. So whether it's soul and success podcast, music and millennial or millennials and music, DC soul stage, um, you know, all that good stuff. Make sure you tune in every morning on uh, WKYS 93.9, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. to listen to the, uh, Angie Ange morning show. And, um, yeah, thank you all again. Word. Thanks for listening to this program on Full Service Radio, broadcasting and recording from the Line Hotel in Adams Morgan, Washington, D.C. Full Service Radio programming can be accessed live and archived on fullserviceradio.org. Our talk programming is available on most podcast apps like iTunes and Stitcher, and our DJ sets are available on mixcloud.com slash fullserviceradio. Full Service Radio features over 30 weekly shows and over 50 local hosts covering every topic imaginable. If you want to be a guest or get involved, email us at info at fullserviceradio.org. Follow us on Twitter at fullserviceRDO, on Instagram and Facebook at Full Service Radio. Thanks for listening.